experiences in SEO as an SEO, spanning the last 13 and very odd years. So I'm also going to share a little bit of my SEO testing and some of the things uh, that I'm looking at, as well as some of the research data that I do. Now, the views expressed here are my own. They do not necessarily reflect Google's because I don't think Google is driven to have yours or my business best interest at heart. So I don't regurgitate Google announcements. I watch their feet. So if you're an independent or agency SEO, I get you. And if you're a business owner or stakeholder who doesn't really understand SEO, before I was turned into one, I was also a local business owner for decades, and I understand the frustration of being, quote, in charge, but not really when it comes to SEO. So let's get started. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 35. So last week's indexation research birthday party, that was fun. Um, I did enjoy the carrot cake, uh, and not for nothing, because it had cream cheese icing. So before I get too far into this, I do have some news about Confessions, new and major sponsor of the SEO testing and research featured on the show. I'd like to introduce the dental marketing guy, Justin Morgan. He owns and manages a marketing analyst and service firm for dentists. I know you can find him by searching for the dental marketing guy, or you can click the link in the description. You know, I always have a short link with me, so if you want to look him up real quick, you can just go to bit.ly. It's bit.ly slash confessions DMG. DMG stands for Dental Marketing Guy. Justin, I appreciate your support of the ongoing SEO research and testing. Thank you very much. Now back to the show. Okay, the real value, I think, of last week's episode, despite what I say, even with the cream cheese on it, it wasn't the cake. It was to review all the little things that were revealed during this past year of testing indexation. <clears throat> now, if you missed last week, go back and check it out. Although you may find afterwards, don't blame me, if you're craving something with a little cream cheese icing. So what next? Well, this week, I thought we might spend a little time on the Google update that started about 12 days ago. Now, we may be on day 12 into a Google update, but it really doesn't feel that much like an update to me. Does it to you? Now, I've been continuing to publish daily reports on YouTube to share the data from the server logs and search console to pick up little clues about what's happening. It's called crawl or no crawl. You can search for that. If you add the word YouTube at the end, you'll, you'll end up right where uh, in the Zoom where it happens. Now, um, Partly what I'm doing with the indexation project is, you know, kind of like lobbing new content into the update and seeing what happens. For listeners who are not SEOs, um, you might wonder what is a Google update? Well, it's where Google changes how it rewards or punishes pages with specific characteristics. So it'll, it'll change the sort order based on how your page is. And, and the game is always, yeah, you really don't know where it's going to end up, where it's going to go. Now, like hurricanes, Google updates typically have a name. So Panda was one, 
Penguin was another particularly painful one. Hummingbird, there was the mobile update, which was an unbelievable nothing burger. Uh, Rank Brain, Medic, Burt, and then the most recent one I remember off the top of my head is the product review update. That was like last year, maybe a little bit uh, into this year. But this one is called the Google Helpful Content Update. It sounds nice, doesn't it? You know, they promise that this one is more of a penalty update. So if your content isn't helpful, not only will they ding your page, they might even ding your whole damn site. And then they say bye-bye and walk off. Now, if you're thinking, well, that's crazy. They don't tell you what constitutes helpful content. Well, they kind of do, but it's kind of in a general way. They say it's content that answers the question of a searcher. Now, imagine the following. I tell you I'm a stock expert, and let me tell you how to play the stock market and win. Buy low, sell high, follow me for more financial tips. Maybe it's true, but it's not really actionable. You can't really plan on that which is kind of how I feel about this update. You know, so far, it's nothing huge. But the question is always, what is, does that mean that nothing has happened? Now, this week on SEO Fight Club, Ted Kubitis did some factor comparisons to see if there were any swings in what was ranking. Now, he has uh, several terms that he knows like the back of his hand, um, that he has years of data on. And if you haven't watched him do one of these comparisons, it's really informative. And especially, you know, if you're a Quora user, but if you're an SEO and you're not using Quora, you, you need to take a look at it. Um, it's short link time. Uh, you can check it out. It's bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y slash confessions, Quora, all one word. And if you do want to take a look before he releases version 7.0, you do get grandfathered in to the current price. But that's, I'm not sure exactly what day that's going up. So you might want to take a look in that. But anyway, in, in his show, what he does is he looked at the shared data across thousands of keyword reports. So it looks like he pulls two data reports, shared data reports, one from August, and I forget which day, but it was like late August uh, after the update had started to see if any of the factors were showing any kind of wide swings. Now, to SEO professionals, this is the kind of analysis that is much more helpful than just saying, look for content that answers the question. You know, however, between the weather tools and even what Ted found, Nothing has swung to any significant degree to indicate what kind of content was published and what was rewarded. So, so what has the indexation research project revealed? There's been a new bot. It was introduced on day one, and this is like an estimated start date of the update. Um, and it was kind of like we've seen before. It was the mobile version first. And within a very short period of time, normally Google will take seven to 10 days to go from launching a mobile version Chrome build of their bot and then introducing the, the desktop version. 
But this time it was only four days that we got the desktop version of that same Chrome build. Now for those of you keeping track, the new Chrome build was 104.1, I'm sorry, 0 .0, Yep, it sounds and looks like a nuclear launch code. But other than that, like I said before, this is not the typical type of update that we see where the weather tools start bleeding red and SEO face groups are filled with people bemoaning that their entire livelihood has been destroyed by this update. So what are we to do with an update that just refuses to entertain? Well, what else is going on, you ask? Um, well, given that the, the agency gig uh, that I'm currently on, it's, sometimes it feels like it eats my brain, but I still have two live uh, SEO tests. Now, one is the mobile-first indexing, and the other is the new content submission test, which I know sounds a lot like the indexation research, but it's, it's, it is and it isn't. So the mobile-first indexing really continues to show this, this really works. Now, in this particular test, I have two sets of files for a single domain, one set of mobile files and this is the version that's only shown on mobile devices, and then a desktop version of the same set of files that only shows on desktop. Now I'm optimizing the bejesus out of the mobile files, and I am not touching the desktop files. Google has said that they rank the mobile version of the pages, but most of us have responsive websites, but this is not that. So these are two completely separate sets of files. Now, I do consider that this is, is probably a test that, you know, I would normally call and say we're done, but for some reason I just can't leave it alone. Now I don't tweak it daily, but I do get ideas and um, I, I kind of like think like, oh, hey, what if I did this? And truthfully, it's really fun. I, I do think these live field tests are the way of the future for SEO testing. It's very different in the setup when I first started testing in 2015. By the way, I still have my initial two domains. So I guess I just told you without saying so, but I am a digital hack rat. But seriously, if you do have a local client, like a mobile locksmith or mechanic, if you've been thinning out the content on the mobile ver version just to make it faster, I think you could stand to tolerate a slightly slower load and rank higher if you borrowed this approach. And for one of their, their near me searches, I mean, it's like, oh, it's like on the cusp of page one, it's sort of dancing in the number 11 and number 10 spot. Um, and it's a very competitive market for this, but, but I'll keep you posted. And the other thing I've got is the content submission test. Now, one of the pages, one of the test pages was submitted through the Google indexing API, and the other one was during the, the sitemap, submit the sitemap kind of thing. And what's interesting is, of course, the Google indexing API, I mean, it's already, that page is already indexed. But it, it does take a little longer than normal, and that's probably indicative of the update and uh, when there are, you know, uh, other concerns that's going on right now um, between the crawling and the processing. But 
it's really, really slow. And I would almost say broken um, if you're going through the submit your site map and wait for Google to discover your page, even though John Mueller says, that's what you should do. So in this particular test, it's been a couple of weeks since that uh, sitemap was crawled. Google's aware of the URL, but has not crawled it per se. And if that sounds familiar, that's because initially the indexation project, this is how I was doing all the new content submission. So I do think it's still broken uh, or severely handicapped. Now, now I don't care so much about it, you know, because now there's a faster way to get things indexed and we know that the API is the way to do it. But it is super interesting that after all this time, it's still a problem. So that's kind of, I think, where I am. I'm going to be, um, I'll share next week, I'll talk a little bit about, uh, I was asked to speak at uh, SEO Rockstars, and that's going to be happening in Texas. And it was really, I, I might just tell you the experience of like why I started going, because it was right after the Penguin update in 2012, and um, it really opened my eyes. And so I'll talk a little bit more about that probably next week. Well, thank you so much. Um, it's been a pleasure. I'm, that's going to do it for today. Thank you again for being a listener. Thank you to, to Justin and all the sponsors of Confessions that, who help support this work for yourselves and others. And if you would like to support this podcast and SEO research too, there's a link in the description. Please subscribe to Confessions. It's, um, it's one factor in how they rate podcasts. I'd like to try some of that. So if you haven't settled on one source for your podcast, you can just Google Confessions of an SEO. You can't miss it. Um, it's been my pleasure. Thank you for your time, and I'll see you in the SERPs.